Yo, what's going on, everybody? I'm Aaron James Macias, and you're listening to Saturday Bite Live. Tonight, the San Jose Sharks defeated the Retro Coyotes. For everyone that's just been watching the game, you got to see them in their throwback jerseys, those inaugural jerseys. Some people call them one of the ugliest jerseys in the league, but personally, I really enjoy watching the Coyotes play in those jerseys. Now, I'm a big Tiburonis fan, but those remind me of some of those Keating years back in the Shark Ages. You know when Ronick was on their squad before he was until? Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, you know, some of these Sharks were able to pull it off. Uh, it was a great contest. How about that backhanded goal to, you know, secure the victory? And Aaron Dell, another impressive performance in net. Um, you know, Martin Jones the other night, yesterday, he had a great performance as well. Unfortunately, they weren't able to come with the victory. Um, without further ado, though, let's get right into this program. It's Saturday, which means it's time for Saturday by Live. Unlike last week's results, this week in Sharks hockey, Los Tiburones have been impressive. They only fell one game, that was last night, but it's all Gucci. Because they were able to get some victories and rack up some of the points. And with LA and Vegas kind of slumping, it's helping us out in the standings. Uh, Sharks insider Benito Juarez and myself were at the tank for the sole game at home this week against the Carolina Hurricanes. Personally, I was very thrilled to witness my first game at the tank in which the Sharks hosted Carolina. Once again, I'm a big Tiburonis fan, but those Carolina sweaters, they look pretty clean. Who knows, maybe it has to do with the holiday festive uh, season that got me kind of appreciating everything that's around me. I mean, hey, diversity is good anyways, right? But back to San Jose Sharks. Uh, man, they destroyed the Hurricanes. It was pretty awesome and impressive. Uh, have Benito Juarez be here himself. He would tell you how great that game was. We had some great views, and we actually were on uh, Twitter live streaming some of the pre-game uh, views for some of our faithful followers out there. And if you're not aware, you can follow us on Twitter at Saturday Bite. Um, some till talk. We have some rumors out there that Saturday Sharks might be considering doing some deals prior to the trade deadline. And of course, everyone's talking about voting for the AHL All-Star Game. Who is your vote? After that awesome stick and glove save, point blank by Marty Jones... I think we should start voting him in to start in the crease at San Jose. 
for their second ever NHL All-Star game at the tank. Oh man, I'm thrilled. I know Benito Juarez is very thrilled because he's actually going to be at the tank that evening. Lucky him. Uh, if I could score some tickets, then maybe I'll be there myself. Ah, come on. For real, though, chances are I'm going to be there myself. <laughs> um, you know what's also awesome? Is the fact that they are selling some dope merchandise in the Shark Store. While we were there at the game, we are able to check out the Shark Store. And we got to see some of the jerseys that are on hand right there. Um some of the stuff you have to custom order because it's that time of year, holiday seasons, a lot of people are shopping. A lot of people right now are doing some last-minute shopping. Uh, you know, be safe out there when you're driving. But back to Sharks. They have these awesome military jerseys. And for those of you who are unaware out there, I am a veteran of the United States Armed Forces. So anything that has to do with uh, military memorabilia is like a plus one in my books. Anyways... Uh, the San Jose Sharks defeated and destroyed the, Her- uh, the excuse me, the Carolina Hurricanes. <laughs> the Carolina Hurricanes. What's that about? Anyways, um, it it was very, very. Um, how do I say this properly? It was very quick and very sudden. The scoring that was going on, like me and Ben were sitting down in the stands and. From the very beginning of the game to the very end, we were just constantly standing up and cheering with that new goal horn. Um, kind of cool. Kind of reminds me of Just Friends with Ryan Reynolds and Amy. A- no, not Amy Adams. Pardon me. That's the Superman girl. Uh, Ryan Reynolds. We'll just stick to Deadpool. And uh, when they're s- chilling in the car and he's singing it. Anyways, uh, I'm crazy. But. I'm cup crazy because it sounds like Sharks are actually winning some games finally. Man, the last episode was very tough, felt very dry, so I'm very excited, especially since um, being in the stands and watching them get that one victory at home, the one game at home this week. You know, it was just very awesome. Um, Evander Kane, of course, he's been kind of hot and cold, but he broke his nine-game scoreless streak yesterday in... The unfortunate loss to the Dallas Stars. Um, that game, however, was one of the best, best games in recent memory against our Texas rival. Um, they used to be in the Pacific Division. And, I mean, the, the history between the Dallas Stars and the Sharks is deep. It is way deep. I mean, as far as... I mean, it goes way back to, like, when Ed Belfour ditched town to go to you know the big d anyways and um you know obviously we played them plenty of times in the playoffs um it's just it was one of the most impressive games i mean it kind of reminded me um in terms of like how how competitive it was it reminded me of years back way back when i stood up to darn near four in the morning to watch a four overtime playoff game which unfortunately the sharks fell like they did last night in Dallas, but still, uh, it brought back some of that, like, some of that nostalgia. But um, you know, some of these Sharks are doing well. They picked up some victories this week, and I am looking forward to the next week. And the next wave will be coming up right after this till track.
First and foremost, let me apologize for the audio quality for tonight's podcast. I'm actually doing this one on the fly via the Anchor.fm app on my Android smartphone. Uh, but nonetheless, next wave. It's a pretty simple week ahead for Sharks hockey. We only have two games. We'll be back at the tank against the New Jersey Devils. And we get also another opportunity to get a little revenge on the Stars as they'll be in the tank for what's going to be a... Stealth mode, stealth jersey night. Uh, it's going to be pretty awesome if it's anything like the last game, last night's game in Dallas. Uh, San Jose Sharks are looking pretty good in terms of the standings. Um, by the time you hear this podcast, I'm pretty sure with some of the NHL games over the weekends, it may change. So there's no bother in really uh, sharing where they stand at this point. But just know that we have officially reached a point in the season where it's like game on. The Sounds of Sharks have been played with these back-to-back games. I think in the last seven weeks, they played 30 games. Uh, We talked about this not too long ago on one of our other podcasts, but it's been a trend. They were doing back-to-back games and on the road. And for any hockey club... It doesn't really matter what level you play. That's going to take its toll. So the fact that we're able to pick up some points this week is great. Um, personally, I'm digging the play from Logan Couture. Um, the guy, he's been vocal about some of the um, issues that are in the locker room. But he's also been productive on the ice. Uh, last night, Eric Carlson took a shot from... The point right at the blue line and he was able to tip and deflect that puck into the net it looked like it went in between his legs um i may be wrong but that's the way it looked to me and it was hilarious because on the telecast it was very obvious that couture was calling the goal like he's the one that had the last touch on the puck but um everyone including the sharks um main account were fooled by uh eric carlson's in, uh, joy of you know and you know hey it's it's a missing you know it's a misinterpretation it's a misunderstanding and I really hope that Eric Carlson was able to get the goal but he got a point he got a point but nonetheless Logan Couture man I've been saying this for years that guy needs to be the captain already um, no disrespect to Joe Pavelski but real talk we really believe that um we really believe that like him wearing the captain insignia is out of respect he was one out of the three are the big three, as they used to call him, Patrick Marlowe, Joe Thornton, and Joe Pavelski. He was, he's the one out of those big three that hasn't wore the 
captain insignia yet. So, you know, the fact that he was able to do it while we're um, going to Stanley Cup is kind of awesome. And the same token, um, it's just a testament to the career that he's had. He's been on Olympic hockey teams, won a silver medal, uh, losing only to his teammates who are on Team Canada, Marlo Thornton and whatnot, getting the gold. And uh, you know what? He's been a good captain. You know, he leads and he puts the points on the board when it matters most. So kudos to Pavelski, the big Pavelski. But I am all about the future. And since this segment's called the next wave, I would really like to uh, see Logan Couture get that captaincy soon. Obviously not this season. We don't want to shake it up too crazy and make it seem like there's some kind of instability in the locker room. But without a doubt, the Sharks were in the limelight not too long ago. Uh, Coach DeBoer kind of accepting some of the responsibility for the lack of production. Um, Joe Pavelski saying that, you know, like they got to get, you know, get over this and, you know, like step it up a notch. And long story short, it seems like them being, you know, vocalizing their concerns and them actually being able to talk about it and, you know, be upfront about it like Lil Couture did in the beginning. It's actually starting to show, like, you know, like they're progressing as a, as a, as a group and they are progressing toward, um, you know, trying to be a Stanley Cup contender as they are predicted to be at the beginning of the season. Uh, Eric Carlson has been kind of like, a ghost but at the same token he's been showing up and tonight's game man he took a vicious vicious stick to the face left a little red blood stain on the right shoulder of the away jersey and uh you know what that's just kind of uh you know comes with the territory i remember when lone couture and brent burns you know they took those shots to the grill and they lost some uh some of the teeth there so you know eric carlson get used to this style of san jose hockey <laughs> all right i'm having enough fun with this next wave just trying to stretch it a little bit since there's only two games this week you know what i'm saying anyways uh when i come back we're gonna talk about this week in sharks hockey and we're actually not gonna have a signature spotlight for sharks this season excuse me this episode and we're also not going to have a Barracuda bite as well because uh, we want to kind of just build some anticipation for the next episode. Uh, stay tuned for This Week in Sharks Hockey. We're going to close out the podcast. Thank you all for being faithful listeners and followers to the program. We really appreciate it. We really appreciate all the feedback and all the love we're getting from San Jose Sharks players, media personalities, and some of the front office personnel. Um, once again, follow us on Twitter at Saturday Bite. We'll be tweeting some of the um, action and some of our opinions the way we see it from our point of view here at Saturday Bat Live. And uh, without further ado, here's the next Tilla track. Strong. 
right, you already know that this is one of my favorite segments of the show, The Shark Ages. They look back at the most memorable moments and members until history. This week in Sharks history, December 4th of the year 2000, Mike Ratchie joins Jeff Friesen as one of two players to reach a 400-game plateau in that era for Sharks history. In an 8-0 victory against the Calgary Flames, who are shut out none other by rookie goaltender Evgeny Nabokov. December 6th, the year 2010, rookie Logan Couture scored eight seconds apart from Nicholas Wallen in the second period, and Couture added another goal to lead the Sharks to a 5-2 victory against the Detroit Red Wings. I love it when we beat our rivals. December 7th, 1995, Ulf Dahlin scored two goals and Jeff Reason added two assists as the Sharks beat the Winnipeg Jets. Unfortunately, the Jets lost that game in their final home appearance. But it's all good. They made a comeback. This date in Sharks history in the year 1990, the NHL announced that the San Jose Sharks would compete in the Smythe Division for their inaugural 1991-92 season. Thank you once again, San Jose Sharks for Life fans, for joining me weekly right here on Anchor FM and everywhere where podcasts are enjoyed. I am your host, Aaron James Macias. I look forward to speaking to you all again next week on Saturday Buy it live. Take care, everybody.